GOP changes in store after election day. Win or lose, Trump or no Trump. By Rick Hampson in USA Today News section. I'm Paige McKinney. When a political party loses a presidential election, it usually has to change. The bigger the loss, the bigger the change. But Republicans could face greater upheaval if Donald Trump wins in November than if he loses. A Trump victory would redefine the party, transform its credo, and presage one of the biggest realignments in U.S. political history. But a loss, even, or maybe especially a big one, would simply send the GOP back to the drawing board, as defeat did the Republicans and Democrats in 1964 and 1972, respectively. Four years later, each claimed the White House. Parties are more willing to compromise and experiment when they get tired of losing, says Whit Ayers, a GOP pollster. And there's generally something to salvage from a failed campaign. You can take elements of a losing philosophy, tone them down, and repackage them, says Joel Kotkin, a political analyst who despises Trump but says he's clearly on to something. Anger with establishment elites, political correctness, and trade deals that hurt U.S. workers seems likely to endure no matter Trump's fate. That's not to minimize the turbulence Republicans face, win or lose. Defeat would only put them back where they were after the 2012 election. Party leaders conducted an autopsy and agreed on the need to reach out to certain voters, especially Hispanics, and consider immigration reform, while continuing to advocate free markets, small government, and muscular internationalism. Then came a 17-candidate nomination battle that produced Trump, who's done the opposite of what the autopsy prescribed. Now, says Ayers, someone will have to put Humpty Dumpty back together again. No matter what happens November 8th, the party that freed the slaves and preserved the Union, that busted the trusts and won the Cold War, faces a turning point. It could win the election and lose its identity. A Trump win would hasten the demise of the party as we know it, says William F. B. O'Reilly, a New York Republican consultant. Or a Trump loss, especially a big one, could call into question the GOP's ability to elect candidates, a major party's raison d'etre. A week before Trump announced his candidacy last June, GOP Chairman Reince Priebus said defeat was not an option. We don't exist as a national party if we don't win in 2016. Now the party establishment seems braced for the apocalypse. At a George W. Bush administration reunion in April, the former president told some attendees he was worried he'd be the last Republican president. Was he serious? Others are. Speaking at the Democratic convention, former Reagan White House aide Doug Elmitz, a Trump critic, said, What you see is really no longer the Republican Party. Doomsayers are even invoking the fate of the Whigs, a party that elected two presidents but came apart over slavery in the 1850s. Trump's ascendance has both reflected and exacerbated the Republican crisis. Republicans, so disciplined and so coherent for so long, have become a circular firing squad of libertarians and evangelicals, free traders and protectionists, interventionists and isolationists, Wall Street and small business. The rank and file is alienated from the big donors. And as party elders concluded after 2012, demographics are running against the GOP. As Kotkin puts it, you can't just be the party of white people, let alone older white people. 
There are optimistic precedents for a Republican revival. They start with political disasters. 1964. Democratic President Lyndon Johnson got 61% of the popular vote, 486 of 538 electoral votes, and 44 of 50 states. Not since the Whigs, Theodore H. White, wrote of the GOP, had any party seemed so completely to have lost touch with reality. Losing candidate Barry Goldwater was so toxic that three months later he was not welcome at any of Ohio's eight Lincoln Day dinners. Goldwater, though a sitting senator and a devout conservative, was the Trump of his day, having told the convention that extremism in defense of liberty is no vice. But Goldwater saw the future, which was increasingly conservative. Four years later, Richard Nixon dusted off his emphasis on law and order and appealed to Southern whites to win the presidency. And 12 years after that, Ronald Reagan, who campaigned for Goldwater, won the first of two...